Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we continue to thank you for those who have tuned in to this week's podcast. We continue to pray for the reduction of COVID as well as the deaths relating to COVID. Special prayer for my brother and relatives in Kentucky who have tested positive. We pray the blood of Jesus over their healing. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the bright star, Jesus Christ, amen. Today, I want to explore the mystery of who God chooses to reveal the hidden things and why everyone is not a part of his program. When Jesus walked and talked with the disciples, the religious leaders, and the crowds, they fell into one of three groups. Those who believed on Jesus, those who followed for a short period of time and then dropped out, and those who rejected him altogether. Matthew 13 and 10 records these words, And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? My friends, Jesus had just taught on the parable of the sower in Matthew 13, verses 1 through 9. The people of ancient Middle East would have understood Jesus' use of agrarian concepts, but not even the disciples understood the underlying spiritual lesson. Indeed, the first time I read the parable, I had no clue what the underlying lesson was all about. Thankfully, Jesus explains this parable to his disciples, which was something he did not always do. You find his explanation in Matthew 13, verses 18 through 23. It is the dialogue between Jesus and his disciples in Matthew 13, verses 10 through 17, that is both surprising and instructive. Jesus answered them in verse 11, saying, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. My brothers and sisters, there were those who believed in Jesus, like most of the apostles. There were those who did not believe, like most of the Pharisees. And there were those who came along for the ride and a free meal occasionally. So is Jesus hiding the message of salvation from the crowd on purpose? His answer is found in verses 12 and 13. It says, For whoever has, to him more will be given, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away. Verse 13 says, Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. My comrades for Christ, when we hear the word of God, it only reacts with the spirit on the inside of you. You want more word. You seek its meaning. You read more. You listen to great ministries. But when you are spiritually dead on the inside, like the crowds and the Pharisees, you become hard-hearted and you cannot understand the spiritual things of God. Jesus used parables to fulfill Isaiah 6 and 9. My friends, are you ready to go to the next level and go beyond just hearing the word? Going beyond just reading the word? Are you ready to study the word? Not everyone would get beyond the superficial hearing of God's message. So check what kind of soil that you have and reread Matthew 13 verses 1 through 9. Now let's look at Luke 10 verses 21 and 22. It reads, In that hour Jesus rejoiced in the Spirit and said, I thank you, Father, 
Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in your sight. Verse 22 continues, All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and the one whom the Son wills to reveal him. My brothers and sisters in Christ, this is the only time in the Gospels that records Jesus is rejoicing. Why? Because the 70 disciples he sent out returned with great news in Luke ten seventeen, as they stated, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Folks, when you go out under the authority of Jesus Christ, nothing can stop you. You get in trouble when you go out on your own. We are at war, a spiritual war, and we have the ultimate weapons, the power of Jesus Christ's name and the Holy Spirit. Quit trying to fight the devil on your own. Call on the name of Jesus Christ to fight your battles. Jesus was so proud of the 70 disciples he sent out, and he is proud of you. He rejoices at your success in kingdom building. We see that the wise are not so wise when it comes to the matter of the spirit. Yet, God discloses spiritual things to the young and innocent, and here the young and innocent are his disciples who were considered unlearned because they had not sat under the rabbis of that time. But these disciples sat under the master rabbi in his teaching. God revealed himself to them through Jesus. They initially missed so much of what Jesus was teaching, but in the end, they became the pillars of the faith. Now go with me to Matthew 16, verse 13b. And it says, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Folks, Jesus asked this question to show his disciples how men perceived him and how the disciples perceived him. This question could be asked today and you would get a variety of answers, including he's a good man, he's a prophet, he's the one I pray to to get what I want, or he's a philosopher, and he's a wise man. Those answers would come from those who don't know him. Verse 14 says, the disciples answered and said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. My friends, the responses show that the crowds thought of Jesus as these dead men who had come back to life, including Herod, who had John the Baptist beheaded and said in Mark 6, verse 14 through 16, Now King Herod heard of him, talking about Jesus, for his name had become well known. And he said, John the Baptist is risen from the dead, and therefore these powers are at work in him. Others said, it is Elijah, and others said, it is the prophet, or like one of the prophets. But when Herod heard, he said, this is John, whom I beheaded, he has been raised from the dead. The view that Jesus was Elijah was based on Malachi 4 and 5, which says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, the choice of John the Baptist, Elijah, and Jeremiah were great choices, but incorrect. The problem was the crowds were not close to Jesus personally. They had a superficial relationship with him, and that's why they didn't know him. So I ask you, do you know him? Jesus wanted to know if his disciples knew who he was 
and asked them in Matthew 16:15, "But who do you say I am?" Although he asked all the disciples this question, it was Simon Peter who uttered the famous words in verse 16, "You are the Christ, the Son of the living God." Folks, the Christ is the Messiah or the anointed one. Peter spoke for the group of disciples. Does he speak for you? The key to this narrative And the point of today's podcast is found in verse 17, as Jesus proclaims, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Folks, there are many in the world today who want to discredit who Jesus is. Not only was Jesus rejected 2,000 years ago, he continues to be rejected today. Why? Because God has not revealed the Christ to them. Once he reveals his son to you, you know without a doubt who Jesus is. The tragedy is that people will listen to what flesh and blood have to say about Jesus and miss the revelation from God the Father. And finally, my friends, let's look at 1 Corinthians 2, verses 6 through 16. Verse 6 starts out with, However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. But we speak to the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Folks, the mature believer status is what we should all have as a goal. Unfortunately, many Christians fail to mature. They are saved, and that's good enough for them. And when it comes to discerning things that they should know, they show immaturity by making a decision that is detrimental, then blame it on God. The religious leaders showed their immaturity by inciting a near ride, leading to Jesus being crucified. Verse 10 says, But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. My friends, Scripture continues to teach that only the Holy Spirit would tell us about God and His wisdom. No matter how smart you think you are, if it is not godly wisdom, it is foolishness. We have millions of Christians walking around without the wisdom of God, without the maturity of God, and without the presence of God. I dare not say that they are not Christians, as that would be judging. And I am also not a fruit inspector, which is also a judge. But you have to want the wisdom of God, You have to want to mature as a Christian, and you have to seek the presence of God. It starts with careful reading of the Word, and it leads to asking the Holy Spirit to reveal the deep things of God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for revealing yourself to those who truly want to know you better. I pray for those who are listening to this podcast that they seek you on a daily basis, an hourly basis, and each minute. Bless them in the name of Christ, the power of God. Amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.